before we took our winter break, we said I made just offhand and said, uh, and who knows, maybe we'll start the year off with scrump on. And while it wasn't week one, it's pretty fucking close. So he is what he is the founder of the PWT cast. He is also now one, you know, all, while still being one half of it, he is the founder of the PWT cast. Uh, he is uh, an extended member of the uh, of the post wrestling family. He is a uh, extended member of the Jabroni U Network family. He is uh, he is the Midwest Kevin Smith. It's it's just a matter of time. He's finally accomplishing the dream. Uh, Scrump is here, everybody. <laughs> bang bang! What is up, you guys? Uh, thank you for that intro. You, I, I think, I think you actually said uh, we're gonna have him on for the Lunar New Year. You know? Oh, so, okay, uh, okay, perfect. So I was one hundred percent accurate for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, new, you know, new Chinese year, new me. You know, yeah, as uh, yeah. all the live, love, laugh signs at Target say. Um, I, I was talking to Drew a while back, and uh, I was like, "God damn, dude, you've been busy." He's like, like "Scrub's been busy." Man. He's, <laughs> he's like that dude's that dude's podcasting nonstop. I mean, you you have been well. Also, like you guys probably banked a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, so in Patreon. Yeah, because and it happens every fucking year. Well, last two, three years that I've been doing this where uh Black Friday just gets so busy for us. Oh, and yeah. I should know better. <laughs> I should know better. Yeah. Uh but I and I forget to bank stuff up. I don't, and then it's usually sort of just like, hey, who wants to talk about anything? Yep. You know? Yep. And so as soon as we were as soon as we were done with the sale for the most part, I was like, all right, I need to, uh, I, I need to get my ducks in order. And I yeah. was just like, like I've, I started recording like first week of, uh, you know, January and I've got probably up until like the end of March, as far as most of my Patreon content goes, okay. you know, like it's, it's one of those, I almost feel bad where I'm just like, Hey, do you get, do you, you know, guys, you want to record something? Cool. I, it's not coming out until April. So <laughs> if you, you know, it's like, it's no rush. Like this yeah. is just me trying to, to stay ahead of everything. Yeah. Um, but it, and I also think it, uh, it also sort of coincided with, uh, where I was mental, mentally, oh, mental health yeah. wise. like it's, yeah. it's one of those, like I, I um, I came to the realization with, with my therapist where it's just like, yeah, sometimes when I'm stressed and I got shit going on, I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Just pile up my plate with as much as I can so that I can't be sad. And then what happens is I just get burnt out and I'm sad. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, you know, and it's like, yep. oh yep. yeah, this is not a healthy, co- no, help, no. healthy coping mechanism no. whatsoever. It's It's strictly coping. There's nothing healthy about it. No. Strictly yeah. coping. Like we... That was why we took the the back half of December off. We just mm-hmm. hit a point where we were both like, I was like, I'm fucking, I have nothing left in the tank. And she's like, I don't either. I'm like, fuck it. We're going to, we need to take these few weeks off. And I'm glad we did because it's, these sort of things should be fun, but not at the expense of your mental health ever. Like, you know, we, like this, mm-hmm. this should, if nothing else, be like a platform to like talk about those sort of things, fun shit, but also like, if you want to get personal, these are the platforms to do it. And you're in this weird position where, well, I think you have like pretty much total freedom with, uh, you know, because it is the PWT cast, like it's mm-hmm. branded. So like, I think there's, I, I think you, you've been put in a position where like, there's almost a, an expectation where like, you're going to have to touch on wrestling here and there, 
but you <laughs> you've like you've done a really good job of navigating the waters of like you layer in your personal interests uh you touch on wrestling but you also probably and i'm a, i'm making an assumption you kind of have to be mindful right i mean yeah like there's certain so it, it it's funny because at the beginning i think the one thing that like dave and i did not want to do was just try and copy any other podcast yeah you know like i've always from day one i've said like as far as interviews go mm-hmm. like there we like Cole Cabana, you know, he got that good. I am not going to bother to try and reinvent that wheel. Absolutely. Yes. You know, so he's going to do that. And when it mm-hmm. comes to news, like uh, the my only news source with wrestling is post-wrestling. And, you know, sure. both objectively and subjectively, whether or not they're my friends. So it's one of those, like, yeah. I don't want to do that. But yeah. the one thing... The one thing that when it's uh, the, the way that I took it is it sounds a little artsy fartsy, but it's like, this is my art. This is my canvas. And, you know, as a creative, like I remember being in film school and uh, when we were talking about like doing shorts, like the one thing that our teacher told us was like, copy your favorite scenes because yes. you know what happened? He's like, everything, he's like, everything is copying you know, and not not straight, not directly like uh, plagiarizing. You yeah. know, but it's like you look at, you know, look at any fucking movie where you look at uh, Steven Spielberg, mm. Quentin Tarantino. These guys were just like, I saw this fuck, like I saw this old movie back, and I'm gonna just recreate this shot. Oh yeah, whether whether or not it makes sense, to just put this weird, you know, martial arts esque scene in the yeah. middle of this drama. I'm going to fucking do it because that's what I want to do, you know? And so I think it was a little, you know, I just, uh, I've, I've I've often compared this podcast to, um, Kevin Smith's podcast, oddly enough. Mm -hmm. Like there was, there was Smodcast, you know, which was just him and his producer friend, Scott Mosier, who sort of just sat around and bullshit, which for the most part was Dave and I, that was the the very early episodes of the PWT cast. Then it shifted into uh, Fat Man Beyond, Fat Man on Batman, whatever it was, where it was and still 65 a little bit. other fucking shows. <laughs> yeah, you know, where and but that that's how I sort of kept track where it was. Oh, it was it was that, you know, where it was yeah. uh, talking more pop culture, because, you know, we we learned through that where it's like, oh, shit, you know, um, people like to hear the wrestling talk, but they also love it when we start talking about uh what we were watching on tv i think it was like us talking about watchmen where it essentially when watchmen yeah. was happening it became like a watchmen review show where every week and then like remember we bring like brody on and i think that also helped because now more people are listening and they're like oh yeah you know and and also brody that, is like brody is down to talk pop culture like every time he's been on that's been a nice that that's been the great thing about it is you you aren't put in a position where you got to ask him the bullshit wrestling questions. Like he's just down no, to movie TV. Well, that like that is that's one of those things. Whenever he introduces me to his friends, is you know he'll say this is my friend Birdo, which mm-hmm. you know it's not. I'm like oh his friend Birdo, you know. Yeah. But he'll be like oh I, I go on his podcast because he doesn't make me talk about wrestling, <laughs> you know. And and and, to be, and truth be told, that's what I try to do with like everyone. Anytime I bring like oh yeah, obviously there's been some interviews you know where it's. Uh, hey, you know, exactly. What am, what am I going to talk to? I mean, and and listen, don't get me wrong. You know, when, when I've spoken to an Eric Bischoff or Jeff Jarrett, it's like, as much as I want to kind of touch on this and that, I'm also like, 
So what the fuck were you watching during the pandemic? Like yeah. what, you know, what, what are we watching on TV? Just sort of those things, because it's like, again, can they, can I ask them about fucking walking, holding up Vince McMahon for money or, right, you right. know, the Monday night wars? Sure. Yep. Can we can fucking, can I hear Jeff Jarrett just go on and on about the last dance and how that inspired his wrestling character? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Tell me fucking yeah. like, let's do that. You know? Um, but yeah, no, the, the podcast is, it's just gone in these different iterations. Cause then, you know, uh, Kevin Smith for a while had plus one, which was him and his plus one. And yep. for a while it was me and my plus one, right. you know, and it sort of shifted back now into this weird, just, I, I guess, back to Smodcast. Yeah. You know? Like I, it, it, there's something like, okay. So for, for people that may be listening to this, that like, the good thing is like Marty and Sarah created their own, like a, a swirling universe around them. And it includes you. It includes us. And so there's been this like overlap in podcast audiences. And as a result, Jabroni, you was pulled into that as well. And Drew, like, what's cool about that is Drew, Drew and I have known, we're, known each other our entire lives. He's family. And uh, it's so weird to me how he slid right in there with you, and it felt right away. Like, there was no learning curve for you guys. There was, like, the, nothing had to be adjusted or adapted. It was just like, oh, no, that's just, he's the fucking co-host, and all of this works and it feels like it's always been this way. Well, see, and I think what helps is so they're like, and I talked to Marty and Sarah about it where they like, they have the same thing with like the Matt Nix effect where anyone I've ever met through Matt Nix yep. is always been a fucking stand up person. Like yep. I've yet to yep. meet like a real piece of shit right. head, you know, from him. And it's the same thing with Marty and Sarah where everyone, you know, I've, that I've met through them and like that, that happens with you. And, you yep. know, same thing with like anyone tangentially that I've met through you. And yeah. I remember, you know, I remember you telling me like, Hey, my buddies do this draft podcast and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll do it. And just instantly I hit it off with all of yeah. them, you know? Yeah. And it was, and it's one of those where it's like, I, I say it all the time. And I think maybe sometimes people think it's a little like, ha ha, but like, I will come, I will do anyone's podcast. You know, like <laughs> I, I, I love talking about myself. Like, that's why I think it's like, I, you know, it's like you put me on a first date and it's going a little awry. And it's like, well, guess what? I'm going to just fucking start talking about myself and tell yeah. these stories that I just want to, I'm going to hit you with the, you know, the best of, and maybe one of those story sticks, who knows, but yeah. Like with those guys, you know, I just, yeah, I got along with them right yep. away and flocked right um, in, man. Yeah. And, you know, that they had me on, I think maybe like three times on, on the draft pod before I finally had them over on mine. Yeah. And it was always just, I always felt bad because whenever I would go on their show, I felt like I just talked and because I just wanted to, like, I didn't, it's, it was, I was the, the guy at the party who was like, come on, not like, let's just, let's just keep, keep having one more drink. You know, yeah. like I just wanted to keep the party going. The because, blow. <laughs> the yeah. Party. You know, like I just wanted to, I just wanted to keep the party going because I, I was having so much fun Yeah, and you know, uh, right. then right around the summer or last year, you know, when, when shit hit the fan, mm-hmm. like they were, you know, all three of those dudes, they reached out. And I remember drew specifically like drew, he reached out and was just, I remember, you know, offering me a bed, you know, he's like, yep. Hey, listen, you know, he's like, if, 
you know, I understand how you're sort of stuck in this museum of, of what was this relationship that imploded. If you want to just get away and come down to Florida yep. and fuck it, I have a room here for you, you know? Yeah. And it was just these act, those like random act of kindness. And, uh, I just, again, through the summer bonded with all of them. And then I think what, what was like, what helped the most was all out weekend where I got oh. to hang out with them. One of my yep. favorite fucking memories it's just there's a lote in the kitchen, and uh, you know <laughs> it's all, so insulated. It comes up on all three shows, and nobody oh, yeah. fuck we're saying. <laughs> oh yeah, but and just and just hanging out, you know, just all of us sitting around oh, that table, awesome. yeah. hanging out, you know, because again, like, and and I think about it too, where it's like, again, literally, just like the best time of my fucking life. Oh, and, it was such a, it, that and, was such a good memory, and it was it's less about the wrestling. And it was more that we were just all all together all weekend, just having a good time. Well, I think about like again, like specifically, like that that is a night that I will, you know, that I'm just always remember. Again, it's and I can't tell you what what game we were playing or what no. we were talking about. Nothing. Like it was just so much fun just doing that. But literally, not even 24 hours from that exact same moment, I have a fucking mental breakdown. <laughs> I literally like I, I literally I have a mental fucking breakdown where the first person I see is Drew. I, I see the guys, yep. you know, and and they're like, hey, and, you know, they go to hug me and I just hug Drew and I just lean in. I'm like, fuck, I, I just I just saw her. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally panicking. And I remember like they're talking to me and it's just white noise and I just walk away. And I remember I see you guys and it's same thing. I see you got like I see Ashley move her mouth. And just white noise, and I just you know go. I I have my breakdown, but like by the end of the night, you know we're all laughing, we're all taking pictures together, yep. and it's the best. And like you, that you guys were there, you know. It was one of yep. those like yep. again, I fuck just went from as high up as I could to just rock fucking bottom, and there you guys were to like pick me up, and and yep. to me that's like that is the beauty of this you know, relationship that's been developed just through podcasts. Oh, yeah. They're just, yeah. we're, we're all fucking weird. We're fucking like, talking into the ether. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's such a strange world because it, it then creates like all these other weird little things like Jesse Kohlenberg. Jesse Kohlenberg is now just like mutual friend of this whole world. You know, like Jonathan Mayer, Jonathan Mayer. There's another one. Great example. Just mutual buddies of this, this little weird universe. And it, it's based on like, like you find, like you start off a mutual interest and like you start off on like the wrestling one. That's the easy one amongst us, but man, that goes away. And because we all talk about it enough where it's like, I don't want to fucking talk about that. You're staring at that shit all day long. So Mm -hmm. like, like the you know and and the thing is like can can people ask you like hey what's so and so like yeah 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 i can have that conversation but also like being able to talk about other shit and then just actually getting to know people like you peel away the pop culture shit and the the i don't want to say like it's not hollow because interests aren't hollow but when you talk about like substance and real, like real shit, then, then you actually get to know somebody. You get to see what they're actually made of. Yeah. It's very much like, it's nice. It's nice every week, uh, you know, especially with, with these people again who follow me because it's one of those like, 
oh, it's nice every week when uh, a drugs Delaney tweets out about, hey, new episode of the PWT cast. Right, right. What's even What's even nicer is when the episode doesn't go up and he reaches out and says, hey, man, what's up? Is everything okay? Are yeah. you good? Because this is now someone who's not just like, oh, cool, I this show. It's like, hey, what's going on with you? You know, right. this is like, right. what can I do to help? Can yeah. I, yeah. like, what, what, like, what's going on? Whether it's, again, the end of the world or it's just, oh, fuck, I forgot to upload it. I'll, I'll upload it now. Thank you for reminding <laughs> me, you know? Yeah, no, like, that's, and, you know, and, and that's the fun thing, too, because we have, like, there's, like, three separate, like, Jabroni U, you know, like group chats we got yeah. going on. We got the full like, one. We got the the small one. Yeah, it, it's but, and 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 it's always like there's some wrestling conversations. You know, like earlier in the morning, we're all talking about like Kota Bushi, but yeah, sometimes it's you know we're talking about music or we're talking about movie. Like it's just it goes all over the place. You know, it's yep. fuck well, it, shit that and, just happens in culture. Yeah. Like. Just like we're not gonna ignore it. We're gonna be like, did you fuck are you fucking watching this happen right now? Yeah. Yeah. And again, to me, it's and and that is just sort of the, you know, the 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 friendship and, and camaraderie that yeah. uh that makes me happy because again, like it was it's uh it was a very fucking weird few months, yeah. you know, for yeah. me personally. Where it was a year I think all of us were ready to just fucking put to bed. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it was one of those, like, I came out of it just sort of like almost apprehensive about like, huh, like, do like, who do I just let people in to my Ooh. life? So, Cause it, it's one thing where, you know, funny, that's the, the common misconception that some people have is that I just come on here and, you know, and, and I do talk about my life. I do talk about things yeah. going on, you know, but it's like, some people have this misconception that I just come on and, you know, spill all the tea and it's like, oh boy, mm. you know, it's like when, you know, when, when Alberta, when not, not scrum, when Alberta wants to say something, boy, is he going to say something and name names and be full of names. And you as know, somebody like, that knows <laughs> Birdo <laughs> and knows these stories, like I, I, I think, um, and to give you credit for this, uh, you, you were mindful. You were at least cognizant enough to know, hey, right now is not a good time for me to be podcasting. Also, I do represent something in a brand, and and you were aware enough to know when you had to step away for a little while and work on you. And I like one thing no one ever gets wants to give somebody credit for is setting boundaries for themselves. Setting a boundary for yourself can be one of the most uh, crucial things you can do. I have a friend who's going through a really tough situation right now. And, you know, one of the things that I keep reminding him is, like, you're setting boundaries. And these boundaries will, will be something that your children will remember that you set for yourself. And they will, they, they will learn that, like, I, I can do that for myself because he did. And... And look, sometimes in our moments of vulnerability, we we do and say fucked up shit, but it's what you do on the backside of the fucked up shit. Are you are you cognizant of what you did? Can you apologize for your mistakes? Can you work towards being better? And you were balancing all that. You kept those plates spinning while still also doing your job. It's not easy. It's not. It's that balance of life is is fucking hard especially for you in this situation you were in uh having a lousy year 
having this podcast, having Patreon subscribers, and also like attached to a global, like, I don't know if people think of it this way. It's literally a global brand. Yeah. So, so uh, the, the first time that we broke up, yeah. I remember taking a break and it was literally just like, it was, I didn't, e- I was, I didn't even, I think I might've posted like, Hey, uh, when we hiatus, we'll be back next week. Just mm-hmm. because I did not know what was going to happen. Right. You right. know, I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, do anything. And then I remember, you know, sort of, you know, everything happens Tuesday. Yeah. Take, you know, that week off. By the by, the full next week. Hey guys, bang bang, bang what is up? Yeah, just sort of back to normal and getting the comment of like, oh, like why didn't you talk about it? And it's like, well, because what happens? Because my relation, because what happened in my relationship isn't something that I need to go on to my podcast and talk about. Oh. You know, it was what and what was being said was, uh, you know why aren't you letting the public admonish you for something that's none of their business, which, (laughs) you know, Hey, to, to that credit. And again, no, then the, the, you know, it's a completely different story. The, the second time everything happens, the second time I get broken up with only because, uh, you know, it's, I'm in the situation of, I talk about her every episode. She's my co-host. She's on with, on me with every episode. And, I again, I don't want to go on my podcast and say, "Hey, you know, she's gone. Yes, this yes. is over. Some Everything. It's the end. Of, it's the end yeah. of the world." Just so that you tune in next week and it's bang bang. What is up, you guys? This is Scrum and this is Veronica. Yeah. Like that was the last thing that I wanted, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and and it did help taking that fucking time off because, you know, I. I can attest, I was with you through this whole thing. You were not in the headspace to be in front of a microphone. Uh, You did the, you were just not there. You were, that's, you shouldn't have been doing it and you made the right choice for yourself. Yeah. And, and, and it was hard too. Because again, even, because, you know, here I, you know, here I was thinking, you know, like, I don't want to say anything stupid. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I put out two podcasts. One that I deleted very quickly. That yeah, you I did. It was only <laughs> that it was only from what I remember. It was only about twenty people that downloaded it. Yep. It, it uh, was, yeah. You you got it, it down quick because I remember you texted me. I don't know if you remember this, but you're like, I uh, I posted an episode, but I took it down. I, it shouldn't be up. And I was like, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And and then <laughs> I put up a second one, which uh-huh. was more calm, yeah, level headed. Yep. And and you would have thought that I was CM Punk at a press conference eating <laughs> Mindy's cupcakes the way you know some people just rant at grievances. Air. Yeah. Oh, you would have <laughs> thought that was what I did when you know, and it was just you know, and, and that that was not that was the 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 reaction that I got was you know yeah. you were, so, and that was when I learned where it's just like, hey, doesn't you're not going to make everyone happy? Doesn't fucking matter. Nope. You know, because nope. again, and that's sort of just. That has been one. There's been a lot of uh, untrue things, a lot of misconstrued things, and and I'd like to think I'm the kind of person where, like, uh, you know, you get at face value sort of what you see. You know, I'm not. It's not like oh, there's Alberto and there's Scrum. 
no, it's kind of the same person, just a different name tag. Yeah, you I know? call you both. So <laughs> exactly, people do all the time, which is why one of those things where it's like, no, if I had some shit to say, I'd fucking say it. You know, I yeah. think to, uh, you know, when when Vinny and I, I, I love Vinny, you know, but when Vinny and I were we love not Vinny and seeing, Moses on here, we love Vinny and Moses. When I was not seeing eye to eye with him. What would I do? Come on here and say, fuck Vinny. He's a piece of shit. I love Moses, but Vinny is a piece of shit. <laughs> yep. And that's, you know, that's what I would do. Anytime I had any sort of beef or anything with anyone, that's what I would do. And, and that's why it almost sort of bothers me now where it's like, you know, he's being, you know, he's, when I have people's mothers calling and saying like, don't, don't talk about, you know, so-and-so on the oh, podcast. And it's just Christ. like, and it's yeah. like, oh, you think I won't say full fucking names on here? <laughs> like, oh, it's like she well, like, said, a, she I, said across me while I fucking named names. Like, I will gladly right. fucking. And I, you know. and I remember like I remember when I, I, I was nervous about you having her join you on your show. And that, that was what the reason I was nervous, because I'm like, man, if this goes bad. <laughs> and but that, you, that's me. That's the father in me. Like that, that's the mm -hmm. paternal thing in me of like, like cash hates it. Cause I'll, you know, like I'll present a scenario to him and he's mad. But then when the scenario plays out that way, I'm like, I was literally just trying to protect you <laughs> from mm -hmm. that. But you can't like people have to, people have to do those things. You have to, they're a, a big part of life and growth is trial by fire. And in the moment, you didn't think that was going to play out the way it played out. I went and declared on an episode of the draft pod, how I'm going to marry this fucking person. Mm -hmm. She's the one. I think the last time I was on here with you guys, I told yeah, you, I'm pretty and, sure you did. And, and that's the thing, you know, where it's like, I, you know, I did love this person. Yeah. I, you know, I, I very much cared about this person yeah. and those feelings were true. Those feelings were there. If, you know, if a year from, you know, if last March I don't fuck up, who knows? I literally might be recording this from, you know, our apartment. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, absolutely. it's, it's one absolutely. of those things, you know, where. Uh, but you also can't like you, you, you know, this like you can't spend. There's only so much energy you can give to thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's, I've had a lot of time to reflect on, on everything because again, and, and that's the one thing that, that I always praise about like my relationship with you in that we have both this little brother, big brother relationship, but mm -hmm. also this like, you know, uh, son and father sort of yep. relationship <laughs> because, and, and it's not, we're only, I don't know, I think we're only like what, 10 year 10 ish years apart yeah, something probably, like that you yeah. know so it's not like you could be my actual father right. but it's just because you have because you are a father right of someone it who makes is, a difference yeah and someone yeah. who's closer i mean cash is closer to my age than he is to yours so it, it makes it makes sense while there's that there and no i mean dude i you know stank sort of leaves me high and dry and you know, like cousin Jeremy at the time he was coming on, but this was when like AW it's in the ground running and it went yeah. from a one man operation to, we now have a full staff. Yep. We're renovating these warehouses. Mm -hmm. Like it is becoming a like We just got another warehouse. God. It is, you know, it has become such a fucking, you know, like 
it, it, its own thing. It's and its own company. Yeah, and the, the, the one person, the, the one person who was there with me all the time, anyway, mm-hmm. who was all who I'm always on the phone with, anyway, and it's like, oh, I can have a conversation with. Boom! Perfect. There you go. Yeah. And I, I spe- and I specifically remember there was I, I we I brought her on one time because cousin Jeremy couldn't. Yep. And then there was like a blizzard after that because mm. we were supposed to go to a rest. It was like an AEW show here. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of kept going on. And I love that. I loved those episodes. Like, that's the thing where it's like, despite everything that's happened with myself and Dave or myself and, and her or any other guests that I've had on, like, I've never deleted anything. Yeah. I've never no, like to. Yeah. It's there, you know, yep. and, you know, it's it, like it, it's all there. You know, like I'm I'm not gonna get rid of it because that it, it, it it's my past. Like I can it's a public journal of this part of your life. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and then listen, there's there's been plenty of not plenty of times because but there's been a few times where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go back and listen to this. Mm. I'm gonna go back and listen to my and I'm like, oh that that is what this person sounds like. Yep. Huh. Yep. I forgot. And like I like the one, you know, I specifically remember listening to to one episode where I bring up you guys. You know, and she's like, oh, I can't wait to meet them and all these things. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, Ashley also couldn't wait to meet you. But, <laughs> you know, it's just it's one of these like. Again, it's just been a very it's been a very weird year. You know, I, I sort of yeah. go through these ups and downs where um, it'll sort of it'll go by the wayside. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, and the, the one thing that's helped me throughout this therapy, because honestly, before. Before this, how did I get through? How would I get through a breakup? Is I would just sleep my way through it. Mm-hmm. I just sex was my the the my one vice, my one drug. I would just use that to get you know. But it's like I could sleep with a hundred women, mm-hmm. and what would happen at the end of that? I had it. It would, it would have been Nothing. five six months, and I wouldn't yep. have processed anything. As opposed to now, where um, I've been dating. But I, it's it's one of those like I've I, I have these healthier coping mechanisms, these right? Nice sort of, you know, learning how to actually deal with these problems as opposed to just thinking that, you know, sex with these strangers is going to somehow like right, you know, you walk fix everything. And, yeah, like it 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 is a thing. It, it it is a situation where, like you and and the thing is like I do the same thing. Like I know, uh. I know if I'm in like a down cycle with my mental health, like I know the shit I'm going to do to cope it like, and, and I know at the end of the day, like I'm doing it. I'm like, yeah, I'm in the middle of this thing and it doesn't fucking help. But also like, I'm, I'm seeing a, you know, at the same time, like I still know I'm seeing a therapist. I am, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It, those, those are that, that's where like you look at those things and go like, like, I, I, I didn't know at the time, like when I stopped drinking, all I knew was like after the pandemic and how, how our lives got fucking like it, internally in our house, how our lives got so fucking flipped around. Um, I was like, yeah, I, you know, I've been drinking for a long time. And then, during the pandemic, it was like too much. And it was like, that's not healthy. I should do something about that. And I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, I'm going to take a year off. And it just so happened that I took, I, when I decided that I was like, I'm going to take a year off, it ended up being one of the worst fucking years of my life. And I look now, I can look at it now and go, man, like the universe had kind of teed that up for me. Like, hey, this is becoming like 
not okay. And it's going to only get worse if you stay on this path. And I look at it now and I'm like, there was a, there was a point last year where I was talking to Ashley and I was like, I don't know. I was like, maybe I was more fun. Uh, when I, when I still drank, maybe I should start drinking again. And she's like, did it fix it? Was it fixing things? I'm like, no, I guess not. She's like, you've been doing it for how long? Like a long, long time. And she's like, and, and what? Nothing like nothing. Like I gained nothing from it and taking it out of my life forced me to like, it, it like just as an example, like just being in this band, this is the first band since I was a teenager that I've been in that I did sober. Like, and the thing, like full, dis- like people listening to the show already know this. Like, I don't drink. I I still use cannabis every day. Um, but like I I didn't I don't have alcohol when I go on stage. This is a very like foreign concept to me. Um. And the first show we played, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, it, there's a very, like, electric feeling of, like, I'm doing something I've been doing since I was, a, like, 15. But now I'm doing it, and I'm clear-headed. And I haven't done it as clear-headed as this since I was, like, 17. So it was a really, like, surreal feeling. And now every time I play, it's this, like, unique experience of, like, man, this feels way different. Like, we, we had a show not last week or the weekend before in Cleveland playing and i'm like man this is a fucking surreal feeling to be out of town playing a show and like there's like alcohol has not entered the conversation at all and i don't even like i don't i don't smoke before i go on stage and truthfully now i don't even smoke till i get home and that's just to come down but it's it's like the balancing act of like all of these things that we do to cope but the thing that you really should do is make sure that you have some sort of therapy <laughs> that can be like the, that that's your rudder and that's going to keep the boat moving. And I don't like, I don't know that people think of it in that context. Like you, like you said, like therapy has given you healthier ways to cope than just like, I'll fuck my way through it or I'll sleep in the dark through it. You can do that, but you're going to come out of it with the same pile of shit. You got to wade through yeah, I mean, listen, it was, you know, that first, like, I think about how that weekend of Double or Nothing was the absolute worst for me because, one, everything, you know. It, you were in it's, Vegas, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it was almost as if someone really waited till right before I left on a week-long vacation. <laughs> to, to break like up it and, and deliberate. It was almost as if it was systematically planned out, you know, <laughs> and listen, and I get it. It's, you know, I, it sucked because again, I'm, I'm away. The one thing yeah. I want to do is just be there, but I, I, I can't, I just want to talk to her and I can't, and I'm surrounded by my closest friends and I can't talk about it with anyone. Yep. I mean, I, because one I don't want to ruin their vacation. Right. You know, everyone's right. been looking forward to this, but two, I am, I am riddled with such shame and yeah. such guilt, yep. you know, like, um, it was, I cheated mm-hmm. the one time. And this is my first time talking about it publicly. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I mean, you know, it happened one time mm-hmm. and you know, when, everything came to light and I 
confronted about it. I I owned up to it. Mm-hmm. I apologized for it. I did everything that I physically could, mm-hmm. you know, to to sort of help us move on from that. But it's a relationship is two people, right. and I mean, hey, it's a, she couldn't, and that that sucks that yep. she couldn't. You know, but that was just sort of that. And but but from that, like, I think I like I remember telling you Mm -hmm. and I think I I think you might have been the only person I told maybe my cousin as well. Yeah. Um, But it was just one of those like I was it was just such shame and embarrassment because that that's you know, that wasn't who I am. It's not who I am now. You know, I aren't you aren't that person. And (laughs) but, you know, I I, cutting hair one time doesn't make you a barber. You know, is 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 the way I've I've sort of put it. You did a bad thing. You're not a bad person. But it was just that I'm I'm surrounded by my friends and I was in the assumption I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to say this to you and everyone's going to fucking turn on me. They're going to tell me how terrible I am and they're going to fucking prosecute me to the fullest extent. Mm -hmm. And there was one person in that group who did that. You guys can use the math to figure out who it was, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) you know, and it was just, you know, and and it just sucked because even then I'm, I'm, I'm also there, you know, with someone who I think is my best friend. Yeah. You know, is also just burying me, mm-hmm. digging all the knives in my back under the guise of he is worried about me. And again, you guys can surmise who I'm talking about in that scenario. And it's but it's true. Just, no, it's true. You <laughs> son of a bitch. No, but it just, you know, it sucks because I'm literally that whole weekend, you know, we're all out and we're just, I'm putting on this brave face. And the minute that we get back to our hotel, I am running upstairs yeah. to cry and eat as much melatonin as I can, because I think if I can make it, I think I'm going to make it through this weekend. She's going to fucking call or show up because that's what she always does. Mm -hmm. And things will be fixed. And that didn't fix things. And, you know, it's just, it keeps up and up and up. And, you know, not only do I, you know, lose my girlfriend, I lose my best friend. I lose my cousin who is like my sister. You know, it's all these things sort of happening at once. Yeah. It starts something that I wanted to keep private to myself because the last, the last thing I wanted to do was go tell everybody my issues, tell everyone what's going on mm. again, yep. only for yep. everything to be fine a week later. You know, it, that's one of the things that I learned from the past where it's like, it, you know, you don't need, you don't need to tell everybody everything all at once. Yeah. You know, yeah. some things, again, you're someone who you like, you know, this is because you would reach out like, Hey, how's everything going? What's yep. you know? And I would tell you, and again, it wasn't like we had long, long conversations about this. Yeah. And, 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 and you were like, it, you were not in a good place. Like it, it would go from like you and I would have long conversations to then like, then it was, you know, you were talking to Ashley and I both uh, like, we got you on speakerphone and we're talking like, because you were processing you were mourning the loss of not just one, but a few people in your life, because that's what happens when a relationship ends. There's collateral, right? There's collateral damage in that. And that's sometimes it's, it's friends and mutual friends and blah, blah, blah. But um, more than anything, like you were, you were owning up to your mistakes and processing them, but it hit a certain point for you where like, you were still like, owning these mistakes and it hit a point where, you know, I, I, I remember Ashley and I telling you like, you can't keep 
you can't keep reliving this. You can't keep punishing yourself for for mistakes when you've already apologized and you're putting effort into trying not to do it again and trying mm-hmm. to trying to heal and mend this and it you it, and that goes for anybody it's not just you like there has to be a cutoff where we we allow ourselves enough room to go fuck it i did my best i fucked up so bad i fucked this whole thing up i worked so hard to try and fix it and it's clearly just not something i can fix and that's okay that this is a moment in my life that I learn from and I grow from. And we we're we live at a time where like we don't like to forgive people. We like to burn them to the ground. And and look, there are people that deserve to be burned to the ground for for horrible, horrible things. But if someone apologizes like in, in earnest and sincerely apologizes for their failures and then puts the work in to not perpetuate that not to keep that going we have to allow them that room you have to be given the room to apologize prove that you're you're working on it and then move forward and sometimes moving forward is moving forward without those people and unfortunately it was a situation for you where like you were processing that in real time like we were watching you process it in real time while you were trying to keep all the other balls in the air of like i have a podcast i have this i have this it's a lot it was a it, lot of fucking weight to carry around. I mean, it was because that that was, you know, that was the thing to to her credit. She came to me and said, I want to work on that. I want yeah. us to. Do, and so I was yeah. like, fuck, yeah, like, it's, uh, you know, everything, you know, go to therapy, do every everything yeah. and anything that I could. But when you when you say, you know, when you say to someone, I forgive you for what you did, let's move on from this. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing is the the first two things that you have to do is forgive them and then move on. And, and then that was on. not yeah. it was not, not the case. I, I've yeah, I, I've said, you know, ad nauseum, there's and uh you're a Game of Thrones guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What she wanted was never in a was never uh repent or repentance from it, you know, like I'm sorry, let me fucking repent yeah. for what I did. It was uh, she wanted me to walk naked through King's Landing yep. while everyone shamed me yep. because the because the minute we broke up, it was dirty laundry being aired, uh, me being accused of, you know, being in Vegas and being accused of stop going by my house, you know, very just a bunch of things that just yep. didn't. It was all these things where and I've often said it's like maybe sometimes you got to burn every bridge while you're still on it so you don't get tempted to go across it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And maybe that's the case. I don't know. You know, sometimes you're told not to worry about someone and you know, now those pick you know, now that's that some that friend is someone's boyfriend. And right. again, I and I was just yeah, I was and stuck that's in fine. A, you know, yeah, like that's you know? fine. But yeah, you can't you can't live in a world anymore where you're punishing yourself no. for something that is in your past. And, and, and it's and and also like to be clear. It's okay if the other person thinks that they're ready to forgive and they're not. It's okay. Like it's just some some things aren't meant to be. But yeah. to carry that that hurt and that pain around and then punish that person over and over again, like no one's getting anything good out of that. That's unhealthy for both parties. And, and I, don't, just... I don't know if the other person thinks of it in that context, but like 
the longer you carry that and pu- keep punishing and keep keep reliving that, it it's harder for that person to also heal. Yeah, I mean, and that that was just what it was at the end. It was no longer fun. It was just constant. It's I'm pain. sad, depressed. I can't all this because of you. And I'm, you know, you're you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and and yeah, like and it was those following again, those like following months where I'm just sort of left to again because of past behaviors. Mm-hmm. May, I'll give it another week. Yeah, I'll give it another week. Yeah. Maybe just, just oh, I, I promise you, Wes, I'm going to wait just one more fucking week and everything will come. Because, I mean, there was a point in time where nothing had happened to where things couldn't, there, you know, there couldn't have been, could have been a, salvaged. Could yeah. have been salvaged. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, then when I was just like, there came a certain point where it was just like, oh, okay, no, it clearly... Clearly it's unsalvageable and I was just forced to move on. You know, I was, I was forced again, whether I wanted to or not, I was sort of forced to move on. And again, and it sucked that, you know, eventually my cousin came back, you know, we sorted things out and, you know, it was a lot of like, Oh, you were lied to about almost everything that happened in this scenario about a person who had a weird jealousy towards you. That's huh. That's weird. But you know, that got fixed. And there's other relationships where unfortunately those couldn't have been salvaged, you know? Yeah. And it like, it made work fucking shitty for me. Like I would tell yeah. you all the time, I was like, I'm, I'm not happy here. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. like it here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore, you know? But in, and the way I thought, you know, the way I looked at it was like, I owe nobody nothing. There's one person I owe any sort of anything to. And I apologize to her and, you know, when, when shit hit the fan, when I thought I fucked up, I did something really bad. Yep. Everyone's going to think that I'm terrible. You know what happened? You told me, no, it's fine. You know, you're worried. I still love you. Yep. Frank said, no, it's fine. You're don't worry. I still love you. Mm-hmm. Paul, Nick, all these people. Mm-hmm. Cause they're real friends. Cause some yeah. people, you know, they're, they're friends. Yep. They yep. care about you. Yep. Others didn't. And that fucking sucked, you know? It's like you, yeah. you build a... And you only find you, out when this happens. You know, like, you, you only find out in those moments. Yeah, you know? And 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 that's just... And it sucks, mm-hmm. you know? But and, and that's what sort of what I mean, where it was sort of taking one of, like, a step back, and it's like, well, well, fuck. Am I going to bother getting close to any of these people where, you know, when a fucking stranger, who that's who she was, a stranger, mm-hmm. uh, you know, says some things that are true, some things that are not. And mm-hmm. you don't even have the decency to say, Hey Wes, you know, I heard this about you. What's up, man. Yeah. I heard this and it pissed me off. Not just sort of as a blanket. Nope. Don't care. Whatever. That's sort of that. Yep. Cause again, you know, like the people whose backs I have, I fucking got their backs. I'll yes. go to war. For, I'll go to war for you. Yeah. I'll go to fucking, Absolutely. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do all these things. You know, I, I would drive to fucking Ohio in a heartbeat, you yeah. know, if you needed me there. Yep. You know, and it was just a lot of that. You know, it was a lot of just sort of coming to terms with that where it's just like, yeah, man, you know, again, I, I, you, my therapist tells me all the time, he's like, you know, he's like, you're going to be able to look back on this and be like, oh, mm. this was great. You know, this was, yep. this, this, this was, this was a good thing to happen despite, you know, the, yeah. the, the fucking heartache, the, the, tea, like, ah, oh, like, you know, it's like, that's why it's one of those things where I will, I will never apologize one bit 
for how I dealt with anything, whether how crazy I acted for the things I said, for the things I did. You no, because no, because nobody was there. No, I, you know, it's it's like no, you you know, nobody went through it besides yeah. me. Yep. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like it, in those moments where you you feel like, man, I'm fucking nuts. I'm going crazy. Everyone thinks I'm a lunatic. Everyone thinks I'm a piece of shit. What you find out, and, and and the thing is, I say this because it's so comforting. And the older I get, it's more comforting. You realize how little people are actually thinking about you. And it's a yes. good thing because we get so wrapped up in our own pride and our anxieties and our fears and our ego where we're like, oh, God, I'm going to walk in here and they're all fucking staring at me. And they hate me. Nah, they're not. Yeah. They don't give yeah. a shit. They don't, they're, they're worried about their own bullshit and they can't be, they can't possibly worry about your bullshit because theirs is right here. And I think, I think the, that, especially in these moments is so good to keep, kind of keep that in your pocket because when you feel crazy and manic and paranoid and you're in pain and you're depressed and all of that fucking chaos from something like this. To know that you can step back and go, nope, everybody in this room right now has some variation of this bullshit baggage that they're carrying around. Varying degrees and varying points in life. But whatever room you're in, everybody's got some shit. And they're all worried about their shit. Maybe not as intensely as you were in that moment, but maybe a week from now they might be. Or a year from now they might be. And... And knowing that you can kind of step back and go, I'm not crazy for feeling the way I'm feeling. I'm not crazy for going crazy in this moment. I'm not crazy for, for talking, you know, like talking ad nauseum about this situation, trying to will it in a different direction. It's part of a grieving process that you had to go to, had to go through. And that was why, like, I never batted an eye when you like, cause it went like, we text all the time. That's how people communicate. When you needed to call me, I knew it was a real fucking deal. <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't you just being like, Oh, what's going on? What are you guys doing today? Mm-hmm. You needed to fucking, it, it couldn't just be text. It was like, I need to say these things to know that I'm not a monster or that I'm not crazy or that I'm not a piece of shit. And you would tell us things. And Ashley and I would say like that, that was fucked up. You shouldn't do that. You can't do those things in those moments. We understood. So it was on being honest with you, but also reminding you, like, you're not a, you're not a fucking, you're not a ghoul. You're not a sociopath. You're not a monster. You, you fucked up and you you feel really horrible about how bad you fucked up. The, the problem was the other side of this situation couldn't, couldn't uh, process it in that way. And that's okay. I like, I'm not going to begrudge her that. Um, I can only speak to your situation because you're part of us. And when you watch someone you love go through pain, you, you have to be honest with them, but you have to give them the room to say all of the crazy shit that, because it's trapped and you need just somebody to hear you say that stuff. It didn't fix it. I didn't take it away by listening. Mm -hmm. You have to get it out. That's what therapy is about. (laughs) Like that shit can't stay there. It has to come out. You have to get it out. 
you have to, you can't internalize it. You got to verbalize it. You got to process it. You got to manifest it in something else and you have to grow and learn. And you did. It's not easy and you still are. It fucking sucks. But I can honestly say, if I thought you handled this wrong, I would have been telling you like, this ain't it. Don't do this. Don't do this. I like, there were moments when I would talk to you and I would tell you like, you can't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't even allow those thoughts in. But if I thought you were doing the wrong thing, I would have said so. And I think it's at, at best, it was uh, disingenuous of, of other, of some of your friends to use the, the scapegoats and excuses they did at best disingenuous at worst. It was just heartless and unnecessary to not hear a friend go through their pain and hear what they were experiencing and at least try and lend an ear or lend another bit of advice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it it was one of those where I, it wasn't tit for tat, you know? Yeah. Again, if it was, if it was my dirty laundry is being aired, boy, again, I mean, the reference wouldn't have made sense then, you know, but it's like you put, you put me in a fuck next to Tony Khan with some India's cupcakes and may, you know, and maybe I start fucking throwing right. some shit, right? Yeah, yeah, back, yeah. You know, yep, yep. it's like, Oh, it's like, Oh, it's you, them it's like, it's like, you fucking shoot interviews. <laughs> so you want to, it's like, yeah, it's like, Oh, you want to know where a lot of these crazy tendencies I learned about <laughs> came from? Boy, let me tell how about you stake out in front of my house and I fucking let's let's find out who's really the one staking out in front yeah. of some people's houses, you yeah. know, just a lot of things like that. But and again, and I would always I'm not going to begrudge anyone for how they deal with their grief. Yeah. You know, I'm that that was the one thing where it'd be fucking full on breakdowns and it was like, hey, you're do like by all means, never once was it just like, oh, again. Why don't you get over that? Never, ever anything like no, that, no. you know, because that's not that's not how you do that. You know, it's I, you, that's not how you you fucking tell people. That's not what you do. You know, if someone's yeah. going through some shit no, no, and no. and, you know, yeah, like that. And that was sort of my fucking thing where I would get it like I would totally understand if I was this monster that was sort of paying, you know, and I'm someone I will fall on my sword countless times. I will never. I will never just be like, well, I don't know, Wes. Why do you think everything's going bad? Like, yeah. no, I will, yeah. I will, oh, I, this, you know, every action has a fucking reaction. Yeah. And I very much under, understood a lot of that. And yeah, man, it sucked, you know? Cause yeah. I, again, like, I, this was someone I spoke so highly about, but I, and through therapy is one of those things where I, there's been various times where I, I was like, there were so many red flags. So many red flags that I just chose to ignore, you know, when, mm-hmm. when, when you got someone's family sitting around telling you every one of the ex-boyfriends was a crazy stalker who she had to change her phone number for and get her cop mom involved. Wes, what the fuck was I? A crazy stalker who, you know, she had to change her number for and get the cops involved. And mind you, one common ha- variable in that situation, if that happens <laughs> once to someone, I don't fucking. He, that's unfortunate. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's terrible. Twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, man, that sucks. Bad luck. Every time. Yeah. yeah. Every time. Yeah. And it's and like I, no. And, you know, and and the thing is, like, at the end of the day, some people just aren't meant to be together. Yeah. 
You know, like some relationships just aren't meant to work. Doesn't mean that either person is a bad person. Same as the situation you were in. It doesn't mean these are two bad people. They're just two people that were 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 bad together. Maybe didn't maybe didn't realize it. Maybe didn't realize like you can look back on how certain situations played out and you can go, you know, would I have done that if I was really really as committed as I thought I was, you know, you can, you can play out all those scenarios walking a year out. Now we're a year away from it. You can look at it and go, some people just, it's just, sometimes the shit's just not meant to work out the way, the way I've, I've, cause I, yeah, this is sort of what I've talked about with like my therapist where it's like, we're almost a year out from where yeah. shit hits the fan yeah, and you know, sort of everything goes downhill, but it's like the way I look at it is, Prior, prior to about, I, I was single for about three years. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I learned about in that time was, boy, do I love being single. Boy, do I love just what do whatever I want, whenever yep. I want, sleep with whoever I want. I don't have to worry about nothing. It was great. Not and responsible. I had, and, yeah. and I had zero intentions of any of that changing. And then fucking CM Punk's coming back to the United Center mm-hmm. and... I'm walking to get something pre-treated and I see this beautiful woman sitting over there and I go, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. You know? And I chit chat her a little bit there, chit chatted a little bit at the softball game, yep. you know, we're at Cole Cabana's live show and Ashley's like, go fucking talk to her. And I'm like, shut yeah. the fuck up, Ashley. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's sort of this, I get swept up in, in this, this fairy tale romance. Mm-hmm. I, I very much in that scenario was, I was this dog just trying to chase after this mm. unattainable thing. And once I got it, it was sort of just like, oh, okay, what do we do now? And yeah. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that. I, you know, I had friends. I had, oh man, so many friends and family just like, you sure? And it's like, yeah, no, I'm good, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, and and I self-sabotage. You know, I remember there's, there's specifically, and I, this was the reason I came to the other day of therapy where I was like, there, there's this show Euphoria on HBO. Yeah. And there, there's one episode where it's based around one of the antagonists of the show, Cal, who is a, he's a closeted homosexual man who, because he got his girlfriend pregnant at when they were 17, 18, mm-hmm. he's like, he didn't get to live the life he wanted. He's trapped, you know, he, he gets drunk and goes to the bar where he and his boyfriend used to go to and mm-hmm. plays their song and just drunkenly dances with, you know, whoever reminds him of, of this man from fucking 30 years ago, yeah, 20, yeah. 30 years ago. Yep. And I remember us both watching that scene and us having different reactions where I was heartbroken. I was like, this person's trapped. Yeah. He is trapped. Oh my God. And now I'm able to realize it's like, Oh that's where you were because not even three months into a relationship with someone, their family is telling you, when are you going to marry her? Or she, you're going to marry, you guys going to buy a house together. Hey, yeah. this is the kind of ring that she wants. Hey, yeah. every day I'm every day I'm going to send you, this is the written, just these things where it's like, not that I didn't want those things. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I've not even met this person's friends. Yeah. And you want and you want me to marry her. Yeah, you're asking like, for certain commitments for, for 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 just too much. And yeah, and yeah. I, and I is able I'm now able to recognize that. Yeah. You know, where it's like hopefully yeah. in the next relationship, which is that, you know, like cuz I for for a very long time, you know, I was expecting, you know, 
that a, a number with a very specific aerial code would call or text me. Mm-hmm. And that would be my sign where it's like, here we go. Yep. And I had maybe, I think like I told you, it was like about two, three weeks ago where every day I had a number of that area code call. And whether some people were just bored trying to make a prank call or whatever the yeah. case was, it was, it, that sort of fucked with me because I was just like, okay, here we go. Like mm-hmm. it's, and then, you know, no boyfriend still in the picture and you know, it was just some fucked up print. And again, for whatever the, whatever the case, whatever, whatever the reason, whatever reason, it's like, by all means, prank Mm -hmm. call to your heart's desire or don't, because it totally wasn't you. That's a very, it's not a specific area code whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, But it was just one of those where it's like, I can't control that. And I, I'd like to think that I'm in a place now where if she ever reached out and wanted to sit here, peace, whether it's just, Fuck you, blah blah blah. Yeah. This is yep. that. Yep. Cool, man. I'm I'm here. I, I very I get much it. think. <laughs> I very mu- I very much think there's a better chance of you and I uh, wrestling the Golden Lovers in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. Pretty pretty likely. Yeah, that's a much pretty likely. Yeah. Pretty likely. Yeah. But hey, you know, it's just if it ha- if it happens, it happens. It's cool. Whatever. You know. Again, I've I've moved on. You know, yes, like I you're like, in that I've, place now where you can yeah. Do that. You're right. Where where I, was where a I can piece of shit. <laughs> where I yeah, where I can go on the podcast and I can talk about Drew. I went on this date, yeah. or you know, or if it's before the podcast, I tell about the several dates. You know, <laughs> uh, it's just it's one of those as opposed to just you know me being sad about that because because it, it's that you know where it's like, um, you know, there's certain fucking weirdos that are still obsessed with me. You know. Yeah. For whatever reason, and again, if I'm the villain in your story, boy, is that a fucking very boring story because I am... <laughs> find something am, to do, man. <laughs> find something to do, man. I am not that interesting of a person. As well as I just like, you know, it's... I've, I'm almost 30 now, and it's just it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't have time for... You're not 30 yet? No, I'm I'm going to be 30 in uh, June, June 26th. Right, so I'm we're like, about okay. So I'm 13 years older than you. Then all right, all right. I'm, I yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm older. I'm old, old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but it's well, that, Marty's you know, older it's, than me. Yeah, you know, Marty is Marty's both our dads. Really. Yeah, but he's only got like a year or two of me. Yeah, but it, you know, it, it's just that where it's just like, if, especially right now where I'm at in life, it's like yeah. I. Yep. If if I'm not if it's just something that's bringing me joy, what the fuck am I wasting my time and energy yeah, on it for? Yes. <laughs> like I, you know, uh, cash was cash spent the like cash was in a relationship for quite a while, uh, and we oh my god, we love this girl. I still love her. She's such a she's a she's a sweet kid. Um, but cash knew, and Ashley and I were watching it, and. We were like, and he talked about it on his podcast a couple of weeks ago, because I think people were surprised that they weren't together anymore. And he he was learning a very hard lesson because he's been, you know, since you know the relationship that put him in a crisis unit uh, has you know bopped around and and like un, I don't want to say in an unhealthy way, but I think in a way where it would ultimately like we were telling him like you're not ready and that's okay and his best friends were saying to him like buddy you don't have to do this you're better when you're single he likes the opportunity to be that social and 
we we knew pretty early on. My folks knew. They're like, it's just it's such a huge, vast difference in who they are. She she her her father's a pastor. Um, she grew up in a much more sheltered environment. You know, Ashley and I are godless commie leftists, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and like it, it's it's a situation where it was like it was a, I, I don't want to say oil and water, but like he knew. And he knew and was so afraid to like, I think it was part of it was like, I don't want to admit failure again, but it was also a part of him that was like, I don't want to admit that everyone else is right and I'm wrong. And we kept saying to him, I I said, there was one point I said to him, I go, look, man, if you're not in this, you need to spare her feelings because you're going to break her heart. And he got really mad at me. For saying that to him. And I knew he would. I knew he'd get pissed and defensive because he knew I was right. And he knew that he didn't want to admit that I was right. Uh, and I knew. I knew that it would turn into a fight. And uh, and we were watching him be a shitty boyfriend. A very, like, emotionally shut down, keep you at arm's length. And it was hurting her. And we felt bad for her. <laughs> so, like, you know, we were... But at the end of the day... He finally was able to say, like, he basically said, like, I can't do this. And he told her, you know, it it wasn't one of these shitty teenager, like, over text. It was face to face and said, like, I am not good. I'm not being good to you. And you like and and I know it broke her heart and I know it was hard to do. But for him, it's a learning process of like I have. So he is there's this person that damaged him. And still has jurist, you know, still has some jurisdiction over some of his fears because of the hurt they caused him. And until he processes that in a healthy, constructive way and can get it behind him, he'll never be able to be in a healthy relationship. And I think he's finally realized this was the one that sort of pushed him over the edge of like, I'm not ready. I need to fix this shit. And it's, you know, obviously that's the teenage version of it, but you went through a, a much more adult version of that. But it it is the realization of like, it's okay that I heal myself. It's okay that I take the time to get better. It's okay that I take the time to mend these wounds and I could date a bunch of people. I can... I can, you know, go do whatever the fuck I feel like doing. I can go on the Jericho cruise and not have to worry a bunch of bull about a bunch of bullshit. If if the company's going to this pay-per-view, I can go. And I don't gotta worry about shit. And that's a there there is a freedom in that, but also it is part of getting better after this is knowing like these you know, when I'm ready, I'll be ready and I'll know that this is the right moment. Like and I'm not saying there's some great epiphany in every relationship. It's just, but there is a part of you where you know, you're going to know like, no, it's okay. This is going to be like, this is, this is it. I'm, I'm cool. Uh, this is okay. I'm good. I'm, and I'm ready to go to step B or whatever, whatever that is for you. But I think you've, I, I think you, you, you are still and have been, you, you put the work in and you're still putting the work in and, that because we talk about it so much on the show mental health and dealing with your mental health and and healing healing those pain points and improving upon 
the broken parts and fixing them and and learning from them. Like I've been watching you go through this whole thing in real time and watched you gradually become you again. But you're an elevated version of yourself because you know some boundaries that you didn't know a year ago. And mm-hmm. you should be proud of that. Like it, it, the, you lose people in this shit, man. And I hope the other person, I, I I hope that she has moved on and is healing and and doing whatever is the thing that fixes her. But you can't be you can't be concerned with that anymore because you have to fix you and and you are and that's that that's what's that's the shit that matters. That's why like you, coming on here, I think you and I kind of knew this is where this conversation will go. Mm-hmm. Um, but that. That's something that that that's something that everybody should should take stock in for themselves. If I dealt with trauma, did I take the uh, did I take enough time to get myself back to a healthy place? And if I didn't, then what am I doing right now? Am I am I, am I still working? If I'm not well, working on it, that's bad. Well, that that's sort of like where I've found myself because. Um, like I was like, I didn't want to start just dating again. You know, like, again, like it was yeah. one of those things where I was like, I'm not going to just rush into something. Some of us immediately rush into something and start yeah, posting some pictures and videos yeah. about how we're, how we're in love with someone who was just a friend, how you had no problem. You shouldn't worry <laughs> about why my friends are texting me about this man at three in the morning. It's um, super normal behavior. <laughs> it's, it's super, it's super normal behavior to, you know, one month have a uh, pictures and videos with someone. And then another <laughs> month or two later, completely something different with the same places that the yeah. other person was with regardless. Uh, you know, it's, it's been one of those things where like I've talked about with my therapist where I'm like, if there's, I have a type, you know, and it's not like, it's, it's one of those. You can it, never it, come it, to a resignation show. Oh boy, do I want it's, <laughs> You know, it's it's one of those where it's like I, even sometimes when I'm like unhinged, I'm just like, oh, this girl looks nice, and then I'm like, oh, this girl. You know, it's it's like it's like oh, Samantha, Samantha looks nice, but Jessica, ooh, Jessica, <laughs> and like there's been times where I'm 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 on dates with someone or sleeping over someone's house, and I'm yeah. just like, oh my god, it's like I they say or do something. And I'm like, I know I am here. This yep. reminds me like, though I like, you know, it's, yep. I, 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 you know, I, I do give myself credit as much as I have sort of progressed, you know, don't get me wrong. I still wince every time I see a Chevy cruise. Oh yeah. You know, I, yeah. the one, one day part of the healing, what one day a green car is just going to be a fucking green car. Absolutely. It, it, yep. it, it's not the case but now, until that know? day. <laughs> but un- until that day, you know, it's just like, it's, it's sort of just, it is what it is. And, yeah, you know, yeah. that's sort of how I find myself in these relationships too, because I'm like, you know, funny enough, the other day, my sister, who she's also sort of been going through her own shit and stuff. And like, we've sort of been helping each other. And she was like, Hey, she's like, I think I want to start going to therapy again. Like where, and I, and I send her the link to the site that I send everyone to, cause I'm always just like, yeah, you know, everyone should be in therapy unless you're one of these perfect people. Right. Uh, you know, and, and they don't exist. No, nah, they don't. But she and she literally messages me maybe 20 minutes later and she goes, Hey, she goes, Isn't this your ex girlfriend? And this was like my first girlfriend, like my first serious girlfriend who uh, is now a licensed therapist, a psychotherapist. 
My my little white passing Latina, as she put in her bio, it says, as a white passing Latina, I specialize in blah, blah. And I was like, that is my little white passing Latina right there, which is hilarious as she is as white as I am. She is not white passing in the slightest bit. But, (laughs) you know, and, and this was one of these people who, again, so we dated when from the time that I was 18 to 20. And it was not a healthy relationship. It was not a fun relationship. It was not a healthy breakup. It was not a fun breakup. It was not post-breakup. We were both very shitty people to each other because we were 20 and 21. Yeah, it's the age. (laughs) And the shittiest version of yourself. (laughs) Yeah, and and this was like around the pandemic where I was just, I was convinced I was going to die in the pandemic because everyone was was going to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I was making my peace with everyone, apologizing to anyone I need to. And and she was sort of the last one on that list. And I have been blocked for years. I don't have any way to contact her. So I hand wrote a letter. Yeah. And I, I apologize. I, it wasn't one of these like, well, no, like we should get back together. Or if you feel the need to get in contact, nothing. It was nothing of that sort. It was just mm-hmm. me apologizing for the shitty behavior I displayed mm-hmm. eight years prior. Mm-hmm. You know, and I did that. I said my piece. She posted that on Twitter and her and her stupid fucking friends made fun of me, which was fine because I was like, hey, I said my piece. I did what I needed to do. You're now almost 30. You're a year older than me. And this is what you resorted to. Fantastic. I am. I am glad that you are on brand, that you have stayed on brand all these years (laughs) later. You know, and it was one of these things like I talked about it with my therapist and he was like, yeah, man, he's like some people, you know, like, like, like not every therapist is some people just don't fucking change. And I, you know, and that's one of the things where I'm sure tabs are being kept on me, you know, I, I, in some regard, yeah. And in some regard, because that's how it is. You know, humans are curious. You know, think I, we like to relive those, those parts of our lives. We like, it's a, it's a morbid curiosity. Yeah. And again, and I think to the extent that I've gone to is again, listen to all to to older podcasts that we've done together Mm -hmm. because I don't, I don't have it in me to, you know, again, after all out, I went and peaked and went, huh, you know, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. More than just a friend, huh? And that was that. That was it. That was the last time I bothered to look at anything because, you know, I don't want to know nothing, yep. you know, anything. Don't care. It's whatever. Um, but sometimes, again, a little nostalgic. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That Super Bowl episode was pretty fun that we recorded. And I'll yeah. listen to that. And that's sort of that and my sad music. And that's it. And, and I, I move on. But, you know, the again, that's just the one thing where it's like if, uh, you know, if someone feels some type of way, you know, that's, I can only control my, again, I say it all the time, but it sounds like hippie, but no, it's like, I can only control my actions, my reaction to somebody's actions. Mm-hmm. I wish, you know, and, and even that, and it's even to the point where there was, there was a while where I was just like, I just really want closure. This don't care. You know, it's, it's yeah. one of those things where, again, I, I prepared myself when I was getting these prank phone calls. It's just all right. Maybe one of these will be the real thing. For a while, I w- you know I didn't want to have anyone over because the last thing mm-hmm. I want is to have someone half naked and she rolls up looking to apologize and I'm like, you know. But yeah. it's just one of those things like I don't care. I don't worry also, about those things anymore. I I I, I hope you do show up and yeah. so I can and I hope there's two of them in there 
so I, you can I, feel real <laughs> shitty, you know, well, for obvious reasons, yeah, for obvious reasons. No, I, but it's just, you know, it's, just, it's one of those things where I just, I don't care. You gotta, like I've, I've, I've moved on. Like it's one of those, like, it'll still be there again. Yeah. I'll still flinch whenever I see, oh, you know, yeah. a specific car or something, some but like, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and that's why like podcasting so much has been able to help. Like, it's, just, it's been able to talk because specifically like in, uh, uh, banking up all these episodes. One of the things was like, I want to, I want to talk just to Andy. I want to talk to just to James. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to Ben from fucking Biff radio. I want to talk yep. to these people from the, yep. the post wrestling universe that I, that I only get to do groups of, let me just do one-on-ones with them. Yeah. And like, it's the best, you know, it's like, I'm these, all these people who are my friends, mm-hmm. I consider them friends. A lot of them, I only see via Twitter or Instagram or Facebook yeah. or whatever the case may be. But like, I'm having these fun conversations with them. And again, and I think back to, to shit, like, uh, I know exactly. It was, it was the day that I called you about, uh, like having, having made up with Vinny, um, mm. where you and I talked, where it was that same day, uh, my buddy, uh, Martin Bushby and Benno from post wrestling, they were doing like a 24 hour charity stream. And I was like, Hey, if you need someone to jump in, I know I'm, I might take a little sabbatical. I'll gladly jump in and help. And that was just sort of the thing that, you know, lit that fire underneath my ass again, where I was like, all right, all right. You know, and like, this is, this, this was almost, this was like the girlfriend that I was, you know, like, no, like, I don't need you anymore. I got this cool new one. She's from Indiana. (laughs) And then once that fell apart, it was just like, I, I, I remember I was like, all right, I'm like, I remember Marty reaching out. He's like, I wish you would have said you were taking a sabbatical instead of just you were, you were done with the podcast. And I'm like, I know I'm like, I, I should have, but I, yeah. again, at that time, you know, I, my, the one thing I looked forward to the most was doing this with Dave yep. and he left. And then the one thing I looked forward to the, doing the most was just doing it with her because she loved it she'd go back and listen. And it was just like, well, you know, I'm, I'm a one man show of, of not putting on a performance for mm-hmm. just one specific audience. member. Yeah. you know, whether it was one download or a million downloads, didn't yeah. matter. There was one specific audience. And when that one specific audience went away, it was just like, well, what am I doing this for? But thankfully, you know, I had the, the Jesse Kohlenberg, so Jonathan Mayers, the, the drugs, Delaney sort of absolutely like, Hey man, we love you. Like, yeah hope hope you don't go away and that's why like now more so than ever like you know it's like with the podcast i'm I'm trying to move it in a specific way and you know like I'm, I'm in the midst of like all the old artwork i'm sort of i want to retire all that for obvious reasons you know i want a fresh new look sort of a new coat of paint because as much as it is the, the the pwt cast it almost is more sort of like the scrum cast at points and mm-hmm. you know and I'm, I'm fine with that you know like i've, I've had friends like uh, wow. Yeah. It's like, I know a lot about a lot more about your personal life than I should. And it's like, yeah, well, I don't, that's you kind know of who I am. You walk away knowing the person like, I, like Jonathan Mayer, like I, like, I, I know I've had conver- like real conversations with him in person where it's like, you know, the person, cause you've been listening in on their lives, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Jesse, the same way, man. Uh, like, you get to know these people because they reach out to you and they're like, Hey, thank you for that. We have a, a, a listener and a, of the show and a friend and a supporter, uh, Don, who lives in, he lives in Japan and I still hear from him and I fucking heard from him today. Like this is, this is how we live now. This is how we communicate. And, and it, 
in the moment, it may seem inconsequential. It may seem frivolous, but like those little bits and pieces matter. This shit matters. Talking about this stuff matters. Uh, good, bad, and ugly. We're we're making these public journals and talking about our lives. And if no one else gives a fuck in ten years, you know that you like. Hey, I expressed some real like moments in my life doing this thing. Yeah, like that's why. Like I remember having the conversation with uh, with BJ, you know, mm-hmm. with with your sister, where I was just like, man, it like. As far as like cash goes, where it's like he, his whole generation, whether it's a podcast, whether it's mm-hmm. TikTok, vlogs, whatever, like it is just a whole different, ge- like this is my version of that. Where again, yeah. in in five years, five, 10 years, I'll be able to go back and, oh yeah, that was that week before I left to the Jericho Cruise where, where you know, where Wes and I sat down and, and I talked about all this. Mm-hmm. His, his fucking generation, it's a whole different thing. Oh, and I'm yeah, like, man. Like I, I am so happy, so happy that at 16, I could not, I, that like on Facebook memories, it'll pop up like, um, old things and delete, delete. And it's nothing bad. It's (laughs) it's just not, not even anything inappropriate. Nothing that would be canceled. It's just like, shut up. It's cringy. Very cringy. He's like, shut up, you nerd. Um, but (laughs) I think specifically with him he's got a good enough head on his shoulders where yeah. like he can learn from that. He can go back and sort of just, Oh, okay. You know, which again, it's if, you know, if the past is there for anything, you know, if, if our scars are there for anything, mm-hmm. you know, these old wounds, it's just to, to, to help you move on from everything. Cause again, I, remind you where you came from remind you where you came from yeah because again some like some it's you're gonna you know go through is this the last fucking breakup i'm gonna ever fucking go through god i hope so because i don't know how many how many more fucking oh i work at a t-shirt company yeah oh yeah we have a one hour tease and then pro wrestling tease and just oh yeah like just oh it's just the same conversation over and over yep you know, I'm like, I don't have any of these talking stages. Blue, my favorite fucking color is blue. Stop asking. <laughs> you know, but, it, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where I just, I, it, I'd be lying to you if I told you, like, I know the, the secret. The secret is, you know, this magic combination of this or magic combination of that. The same way that if you fucking told me, I'd call you on your bullshit. Right. The same way if your dad fucking told you, you'd call him because yep. none of us know. It's nope. just like there isn't one. No. And and that's why, again, it's at, at this, at this juncture in my life, it's like, what am I going to fucking do? I'm going to fucking go to work. I'm going to fucking podcast when I can. Yep. I'm going to, you know, try to spend time with my loved ones when I fucking can. Mm-hmm. And again, appreciate the people that are still fucking here. Because again, there was a, there, there was a point in fucking time where I didn't think I was going to fucking be here. There was a point in time where I very much was just like giving up, giving up. I hit rock bottom. I like I as low as I fucking could have gotten, you know, I had people who, you know, are these almost seven foot fucking, you know, giant teddy bears who don't ever fucking display a modicum of like, you know, brotherly (laughs) love because that they're 40 year old white dudes who don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Hugging me and crying and telling me that they don't want me to hurt myself. Right. You know, and it's like, fuck, those are the people I want around, you know, it not, the sh- not, not, not the shitty ones 
who are going to make memes about you or fucking take a stranger's side in a scenario that doesn't even involve that, you know, someone who, if I said, Wes, I need you here tonight. Yep. You'd fucking, you know, well, there's no flights, so be there tomorrow, you know, but it's, it's it's one of those (laughs) things where it's like, I, it's just, those are the people I want to fucking surround myself with. And it's just like all of you guys, everyone, everyone should want to surround yourselves with. And listen, and by all means, if you're someone you're like, well, I live in bumblefuck and I don't really have these people around here. Yeah. Shit. Wes's DMs are open. My fucking DMs are open. Like, you know, we're, we're here. Like that's the one thing too. The amount of fucking people that just, I talk to about anything it's like yeah i i love if you know i love these people yep and and i can't think of a better a better note to to wrap this up on uh uh let them know let them know where they can find you give them the roll call uh at ceramic cat uh no <laughs> you uh, don't want to be ceram- associated with that okay. shit <laughs> god no, listen to ceramic cat I, I i actually the other day i did want to go back there was uh the very first time i met you guys in person where it was uh me you him and zach where we did an episode and yeah. i wanted to go back just to just to, because of how tame and reserved he was yeah yeah, you know, completely it's like, unhinged fucking lunatic now. Yeah, but it, I love him. You know, he he's just he's our little John Moxley. You oh, know, if, is if, he if, ever? He he is actually probably a little bit more Dean Ambrose. Yeah, you know, the lunatic yeah. French. But boy, yeah. do I love him. Uh, no, yeah. Again, I I host the PWT cast again along with uh, with Drew uh, of the Draft Pod. That's every Monday over at uh, uh, at PWT cast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we have a Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Um, February is coming up, so it's a lot like uh, this week. Uh, I'm dropping an episode uh, with my buddy Mike Murray of Post Wrestling. We're doing Casablanca. Drew and I recorded a real fun one for uh, about time. I got a uh, drinking buddies, 500 days of summer, just trying to keep it, you know, it's a lot of fun stuff. I try to theme them more than not. And uh, yeah, next week, uh fun Jericho Cruise episode will be coming out. You know, I, I always go aboard the Jericho Cruise and, and record all the shenanigans on there and stuff like that. So um yeah, you know, and of course I'm uh you can find my personal shit on you know on the PWT cast stuff. Yep. Yeah. You'll be uh, tagged in this too. Yeah, yeah, I'll be tagged in this stuff. I think most people I think, you know, I think I'm also a Golden Eagles. Uh, member on, are on, here as, member. Yeah. Uh, yeah. on here as well but no yeah thank you again for having me like it's, it's one of these things where it's we do talk almost every day literally it was definitely very cathartic to again to to sort of see all these because again like i even on my own show was still there's still a bit of that like you know if you know you know if yep. you don't well you don't i would rather to. you do it here on, yeah on, you yeah. know Offside. And again, and yeah. and that's my thing where it's like, and I, you know, I don't mean that it's a bury anyone, you know. No, if, no, 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 no. No, you know, it's that's why it's like even listen, the fucking, you know, the bane of my existence this summer, I would still would welcome with open arms if, you know, yep. maybe not, maybe not that that and with open arms, but you know, maybe, what I mean, maybe you know? an extended a maybe, handshake, an, yeah. an extended firm handshake like you would give an aunt or an uncle that you're yeah. not too that, that you don't really want to see, but you're like, yeah. oh, they're showing up to the barbecue. They're here, anyway, so we'll, we'll they're manage. here. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll 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 see how being stuck on a boat with some of these people goes, but you know, 
Yeah. It should be fine. I'll jump overboard if anything. Yeah. If you know. You got to do it. You got to do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on behalf of Scrump and ourselves, uh, we hope everybody has a good week. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Why did we ever meet? Tell it to my face. Don't